Hello, listeners. Why not consider being a beloved Patreon and enjoy all the benefits that our Patreon site has to offer? You can do this by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash promoter mouths. My name is Arthur Smith. Of all the things you can do in the world, there's only really one that is definitely worth it all the time, and that's to listen to the Promoter Mouths podcast with Kai and Pablo, which is surely the greatest event in the history of mankind. It's that time again, Pablo, for episode number 29 of the Promoter Mouths podcast. Hello, Pablo. How are you doing, Kai? I'm very well. Yes, thank you. We're back again. I like this. It's a very comfortable place to be in front of the microphones. So our safe space, and it needs to be. You know what just happened to me? Tell me what just happened to you, Pablo. Seconds after we spoke on the phone just over an hour ago, I was rear-ended. No. In a car. Oh. I mean, like, by another car. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Mrs. Pablo again. They, yeah, well. Yeah. You were rear-ended? Yeah, somebody sh- shunted me. Oh, no. Any yeah. damage? Uh, Yeah, it might be superficial, but I have got a little bit of a headache. Oh, no. That's yeah, a yeah. shame, isn't it? It's taking some paracetamol. I think you should immediately get onto your insurance company, because that sounds like a terrible case of whiplash you've got there. It does, doesn't it? Do you yeah. know what? With my car in its current state of affairs, uh, with its coolant leak, that's you, going to cost you, hundreds. You would kill for a bit I of would rear-endedness. Absolutely, give my right arm to be rear-ended. And uh. yeah, it's only ever happened to me once, and it was a. I think I've said it once before. It was a genuine case of whiplash after, but uh, it properly ploughed into the back of me. It didn't look yeah. that bad yeah. on the car, but it was a write-off. Was it, was it? Was it really? Yeah, dreams come true. If that would happen to my car, well, it, well I've driven it round here, but I, I genuinely, I've got a little bit, a bit of a headache. I have to take a paracetamol. Oh no! I feel a bit spacey. A paracetamol won't uh, cure whiplash, Pablo. No, it won't. No, three and a half grand might. That might that might take the edge off it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Pablo. We were only talking about your car yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, about how it's got a decent number of miles to get rid of it soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it'll be all right. Have you been driving around backwards? Is that what it is? Because that's what I'm thinking of doing. Uh, well, just just loosen your brake lights so somebody just plows into you. Yeah. That's what people do, you know. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they find out where the hotspots are. Now, if anybody from... I didn't do that. I was... Uh... I was stationary. If anybody from Sheila's Wheels is listening here, for my that's my insurance company. Oh, right. If anyone's listening, um, and I do have an accident, it will be a genuine thing. I'm not saying I wouldn't um, enjoy having my car hit, but I haven't done it on purpose, I promise. You, you always like being rear-ended. Is it? Pablo, now you've started it off <laughs> with all the rear-end business. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to probably end up continuing that now. Yeah, well, yeah. why change? With yeah. a... Anything that sounds the slightest bit like it's a reference to booming, you're right on it. Yeah, well, I'm not sure why that is. Backing into it. Yeah. 
and then back it out, then back in again. Yeah, yeah. I've got some junk in my trunk. <laughs> Don't tell <Now>, you. <laughs> I've, I've had some junk in my trunk. I bet you have. No, I haven't. <laughs> I bet you edit that bit out. I haven't. No, I'm not going to edit that out. I'm not, because it, it uh, attracts listeners and unwanted attention sometimes. After that pink dollar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we know we know how to play the game, Pablo. That's it. And having you know, it was only Pride the other a few few weeks ago or days ago, wasn't it? Um, it's hard to tell when it isn't Pride. It's Pride. Well, over they had a Beckles Pride recently. Oh, I drove past Morrison's and well, they they, they had a little picket fencing up and some uh, what looked like um, wallpaper pasting tables, trestle right? tables. Yeah, yeah, um, them things. And a lot of uh, rainbow colours and a few sort of uh, bedraggled people stood about. Um, Why were they bedraggled? Well, they just didn't look very tidy. Okay. I I don't know. I don't know why. I didn't didn't look at them closely, but they looked a bit of a... Were they wearing loose hemp clothing? That's what it was, wasn't it? All that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think that's... It's a little bit more than that, though, isn't it? If I was, to, if you were to ask most people, what what's Pride all about? They wouldn't say loose hemp clothing, bedraggled people in trestle tables. I think there's a bit more to it than that. Well, it's hard to keep up with what else there is to it, isn't well, it? I think it's evolving in Beckles. Let's say, it's a, yeah, it's evolving everywhere, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I, I, I don't know how true it is. Yeah, you, you look at your Twitter feed, and you have to sort of take it all with a pinch of salt. But I think they were trying to make autism one of the sexualities a couple of weeks ago. Or was that nonsense? I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's not sexuality. Autism is not a sexuality, is it? Yeah. I mean, there might be some sexy autistic people out there. Oh, I'm sure there are. I think I've met a few. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where we're going with this, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um... We're we're mentally trying not to say anything really offensive about. Um, we wouldn't though, would we? Because we're not like that. Pablo. Uh, that's the that's the furthest thing from my mind right now. Yeah, no. Let, let me say this: we're desperately trying to not accidentally say something offensive. Well, that's what the edit button's for, though, isn't it? That's why I go uh, and take out any of that. You don't always take it out. But, but we've never said anything offensive that I've taken out of this podcast, Pablo. You know, we are we are straight as a die. Uh, what, what, about, what, what, about, what about that 20, 20 minute conversation we had about your gollywog? Oh, now I've got to take this out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shall we move on? I think we, I think we should. Um, hey, we've got we've got another one of our Patreon listeners and uh, subscribers oh, who yeah. has contributed to the podcast as we requested with our uh, introductions. And nice this one. one, I think it's somebody you know, Pablo, um, more than I know. His name is Pete Butler. Yes. Have you heard of him? Yeah, we, we know Pete. Pete. What do you know about him? Peter is, um, was once and still is by, I'm going to say posthumously, but that doesn't mean the same, does it? Uh, at least I hope not. Posthumously? Uh, that means he's dead, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. No, he's not when dead. Did, when did that he's, happen? He's, he's not dead. He, he's just not in Norwich anymore. But he was a stalwart of the Norwich comedy scene. Okay. Uh, and and he still is in people's minds, I'm sure. But I think you sort of, you were like ships in the night. You sort of became on the local comedy scene, just as he was buggering off to uh, the West Country. Oh, which I... is where you're from. 
Oh, you, so he's gone down that way yeah, and I've come up this way. You basically swapped lives. We did, we did. Uh, I don't know him. Um, we didn't pass. I might have passed him in the car on the way up. Yeah, you might have done, yeah. Yeah, that would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Pete Butler. Hello, Pete. Thank you for contributing. And this is this is his uh, take on the introduction, Pablo. And I think we might have a little, little chat about it afterwards. Oh, OK. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, they have joined together with the aim of banging. On about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. There, there we go. That was that was Pete Butler there. He sounds like that every day, all the time, just to clarify. OK, well, I'm that's, pleased that's, about that. that. That's his voice. Yeah. I mean, some some might say, mm-hmm. yeah, that um, that's not his normal speaking voice. Oh, that's him. That's what it sounds like. Peter is one of the most creative people I've met. He's done some... Uh, I mean, he's always taking pictures and posting them on the internet. And he recently visited London and he took it upon himself to uh, recreate famous album covers with him and his missus. And he even did a, uh, uh, you know, the Verve video where where the guy's walking through Hoxton. Yeah. Got his lovely wife to walk through Hoxton with a bit of attitude and filmed it and got all the exact same camera angles. Very nice. Tell you what, the fellow is gifted. He's missed his calling. Well, thank you, Pete, for that. Uh, yeah, and uh, keep doing what you do. Yeah, yeah. Was that his voice when he was doing comedy? No, that's, I think he, he does character acts, and I think that's one of the characters. I think he does, like, a piss take on a poet, and that's the guy. Thanks, Pete. That was something. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, quite a voice. So, from Pete Butler, let's move on. Let's move on. What have you been up to, Kai? Uh, this week, uh, what have I been up to this week? Let me think. Um, I went out on my bicycle. Now, you were really surprised about this, weren't you? Yeah. I pumped up the tyres because they were a little bit soft from sitting on the wall for a, at least a year and a half, I'd say, or more. Yeah. And I took my mountain bike out. Yeah, yeah. And I rode places on it. What, just for recreation or necessity? A little bit of both. Your car in the garage? No, no, but... Um, it was just a case of it might be nice to take the bike out. All right. And in theory, it was a uh, it was an easy thing to do. But you know, getting halfway up the high street on the way to the White Horse, oh, don't have to take it out on your legs. <laughs> you know, I'm not quite because I had this little vision. Oh, I might start biking again and going around the places. And then I realised, oh, it's a lot harder than I thought. Yeah, if you're not used to it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's good, good for you, Kai, getting a bit of exercise. Oh, no, I've put it back in the garage now, back on the wall, Oh well, where well, it belongs. At least you had a little go. I did have a little go, all the way to the pub and back, and I thought, yeah. well, I've burnt off some calories. Yeah. I'd imagine a pint or two won't. I mean, you, you could know. have walked. I could have. I've done that too, recently. Yeah. I, I walked. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but there's a lot of exercise for one week. <laughs> yeah. That is, isn't it? You know, it's a lot. Yeah. A lot to take in for someone who doesn't do a lot of exercise. Yeah, well, uh, maybe you should up your game. Hey, I'll tell you what we should do. You should run. I'll ride my bike. It'd be like Rocky. You know, when, when he does that, 
Rocky's running behind yeah. the bike. I, I'm, not, I'm not into that. I, I like my own space when I run. I, I, oh I, no, I'll give you space. I'll be I'll be just in front, and you can chase me. I don't want you banging on at me while whilst I'm running. Go, Pablo. No, no, no. Go, no. go. You can do it. God no. Only fourteen more miles to go. Uh-huh. Oh no, fifteen mile bike ride. Can't think of anything worse. <laughs> God help me. Um, what else has happened? Um, oh yeah. Uh- what have you done? What have you done? Let's share this moment. Yeah, well, um, I've put on the top here. You've put, yeah. Fancy seeing you here because... Fancy seeing you here. Because on Sunday, I mean, you know, I, I, I gen, genuinely, generally consider that you and I aren't alike. I think we're very different. But actually, we are. We both do comedy. We live in the same bloody place. Yeah, similar, yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. Tick, and, tick. Uh, and, and, and then... On Sunday, I went to pick up a curry. Oh, I'll have a, I'll have a, I'll have a slide pint. Who was having a slide pint whilst picking up a curry at exactly the same at time? Exactly the same time. It was yeah, me. Hello, yeah. Pablo, and I yeah, waved yeah. at you down the street. I know. If anybody saw us, thought oh, I'd never arrange that. But didn't no, we hadn't. Purely coincidental. It's like our moon cycles have been synchronized. Yeah, yeah. Sunday night. Um, well, just a weekend didn't go in the way of a. Having a Sunday, was it too hot for a Sunday dinner? I don't, I don't know. I don't normally have a curry on a Sunday night, but we, we did do this time. And then there you were. Yeah, there I was. Uh, I ordered my curry, popped across to the King's Head. Yeah. And and you, well, you, you, I got served. There, there was somebody serving, which okay, was a, which was brilliant. Yeah, that's and that I was had, good. We had a couple of pints of Madri, uh, which I'm seeing a lot of places. That's not a beer that's been around for let, a long time, is it? Let me just clarify. We had a pint each. Yeah, a couple of pints, well, as in I, one pint each. Or well, as I go back and Mrs. Pablo will hear this and say, oh, no wonder it was cold. Oh, no wonder you forgot me rice. Yeah, because we, yeah. we, we were a rice So short. just to clarify, a couple of pints, one each, that was. Yeah. Yeah. And then we sat there and we drank them. Yeah. It was... Uh, I scuttled off. It, yeah, it was just uh, as it should have been, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got my, then I got my curry. Yeah, that was what, nice. What did you have? Um, I had a madras. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily the wisest thing to do when you got work the following morning. I had a long drive. Yeah, if you've got to speak uh, to uh, people, especially. I, I had to sort of, well, I didn't have to speak to anybody till lunchtime, so. It's still going to be lingering, isn't it? Oh, I don't bother about that. There'll be a few watery eyes as know. you negotiate contracts. I am, um, oh no, I did that thing where you go in and then you start looking at the menu, all those things that are listed you go. You look down through the starters, and then you go. Well, there's some rice dishes, and then you look down, and you think, "Oh, that looks nice. That looks nice." And then you order exactly the same thing you always do. Yeah. Uh, do you do that? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I do. I do. But I, I normally have a gel's raisin, but this time I had a madras. And I always order a lamb biryani because you get the curry, rice. the rice together. Yeah. And I always have it extra hot. Like oh, the, like the curry that. sauce. Right. You can do that. Did you know that? You can yeah, order, well, you can yeah. order it whatever strength you want, mm. and then then we well, then we negotiated the strength. You want want Madras hot? No, a bit hotter. What Joel Frazy? I said, well, that sounds all right. Yeah, I'll have the Joel Frazy. I think you can even go up to Fal. I, I don't think Joel Frazy is not as hot as Madras. I don't think not the sauce. Where it gets hot is that it's it's uh, peppered with chilies. So if you avoid the chilies, 
then it's not quite as hot, although it does sort of seep into it. Yeah, I think they go with the strength counter. I think they just add a bit more chilli to it. That's yeah, what they do. Right. Well, I, I tell you what, I mean, I've had some I've had some proper bloody difficult mornings after a gel frazzy from Mohammed. Have you? That's, that's not detail that I'll go into, but uh, yeah, I, I can't stay away from I love a gel frazzy from there. Yeah. When's, your, when's the best time for you to have a curry? What, what, when's your most perfect curry? Um, I reckon it's probably a, a Saturday night. Depends what I'm doing, but probably a Saturday yeah. because then you've got Sunday to just let it get through your system. Yeah. You know, that's how it goes. And then if I'm teaching on a Monday, then, it's, you know, I might have one on a Sunday, but I regret it. Yeah. You end up sort of talking away from people. You, you, that's what you do. Because you stink. The best curries you do regret. I don't have a bother thinking about that. But I think... The best time to have a curry when you appreciate it the most is when you've just been abroad. Because it, when you come back after being abroad for a week or so, I don't, I don't know about you, I get a real hankering for a takeaway curry. Yeah, I had one in Spain once when we were away. Oh, it's not the same. And it was just like they'd sort of put, like, it, what was the, what's the red one? Um, um, tandoori. Tikka masala. Tikka masala, yeah. Tikka masala, and it, and it was basically like tomato soup yeah, yeah. with some... With some spices, and it was awful. When you get them from Spain, I'm pretty sure it's just microwave stuff. Yeah, it was it's, shite. It, it's all the stuff that you get in the uh, Weber spoons. But you are right, coming back and having a good old feast on that, very yeah. good. Absolutely. I like that a lot. Um, Pablo, what else have you done? You've put other peel offers. Yeah, I said Is this last to week. do with the peel off? Yeah, last week, and I was talking when it was really hot, and I, I yeah. was talking about the no handed peel off. Yeah, um, a couple of people have said to me about that, uh, and it is a thing. It's not just me. Well, yeah. they said they do it. What all, yeah, all yeah. men or yeah, not all men? One or two, the honest ones. Any women? Uh, I haven't had any women say. I haven't gone around with a clipboard asking them, but I've had a couple of blokes sort of uh, volunteer peel off information. I can't help noticing that you're wearing denim shorts today, Pablo. Yeah. So yeah, it's an interesting look. Are you wearing boxer shorts under your denim shorts? Yeah. Wow. So you're wearing shorts under your shorts. Well done. Um, denim shorts. How old are you? Well, the, the more the, the more the more the hoggy ones. How old are you now? Fifty something. <laughs> and you're wearing those lovely denim shorts. Very nice. Uh, I can wear these if I want. I didn't say you couldn't. I'm just saying you're wearing denim shorts. And you're saying I'm too old for denim. And you're wearing rather sporty sandals. Yeah. Yeah. You should be wearing socks with those at your age, Pablo. Behave yourself. <laughs> yeah, denim shorts. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Have you ever had shorts, an old pair of jeans, you've cut them off? Did you ever do that? What, back in the late 70s, 80s, yeah. Of late was... 70s? How old yeah. were you then? Uh, about eight or nine. Cutting off jeans? Well, somebody might have done it for me mm. as a kid. Yeah. I've done that. Oh, I think he used to wear cut-offs in the 90s a lot. When they're all yeah. frayed at the end and you think yeah, that's yeah. trendy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Well, these aren't. These these are... No, proper. they're proper Primarchs, aren't they? They're good. Yeah, they might be Primark. I don't know. They're a bit stretchy. Oh, a little yeah. bit of give in them. Yeah, getting to that age. So you can fit your boxer shorts underneath, Pablo. Yeah. Um, I've put... Yeah, attacked and robbed. What's, what's happened Yeah. Then? Were you attacked and robbed? I was attacked and robbed, Pablo. Go on. Um, Of all places, in the White Horse in Chedgrave. Oh, no. Yep, I was in the White Horse in Chedgrave. Oh, I know what you're doing here. And I was having a pint with a dear friend. (laughs) 
and I put five pounds on the table to pay for some chips that I thought were on my dear friend's bill, but they weren't. They'd put them on a tab for myself. I'd, so I, I'd wedded to that five pound. I did what anybody else might do. I went to retrieve that five pounds in order to then go to the till and pay. And do you know what happened? My dear friend <laughs> just became an absolute monster. He, he snatched the fiver out of my hand, and I, I held on to it. And he, and and he drew blood. I'm not even making this up. He drew blood, and I've never seen a man so possessed, Pablo. Such a wuss, honestly. I've never seen a man. And and then, do you know what he did? Do you know what my dear friend did? He then handed my five pounds to the landlord of the pub and said, oh, have that as a tip. Yeah, did you? Yeah, leaving me feeling a little bit um, violated, I might say. Ah, you soon got over it. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't actually, Pablo, clearly, because I've decided to put it into my week roundup and I've still got the scar. And what's more alarming oh, such is, a wuss. what's more alarming is when I reminded you of this, you didn't remember it. No, oh, yeah, but, but that's because it wasn't significant. But yeah, and then and then when when you described the incident, I went, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, we were a few beers in, but yeah. yeah so the few beers in wasn't the reason why you didn't remember attacking a I man. Didn't attack you. It was a. It was a. It might not have felt like it. It might become quite normal. It might be a normal thing for you, Pablo. But for me, for me sitting there, I was. I was not only contributing to the bill. I was then robbed. He was contributing to the bill, and then he was taking it away again. Because I didn't need to. Yeah, I thought I'm having that. I'm having it. I'm having it. It Now you know. It it makes me. It makes me feel quite. Upset. What? <laughs> Look at you, feigning bloody victimhood. I'm feigning victimhood, Pablo. Any, <laughs> ma- any man in my position would feel the same. <laughs> Violated, embarrassed. Oh, we're quite wiry, aren't we? We bite. <laughs> oh, oh, manly, manly. Yeah. Oh, scratch me. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but I told you I've got a killer instinct. I really had to bite my tongue <laughs> before I took you down next to the gas fire. God, Pablo, these things, these things really do. Uh, Yeah, yeah, they really do affect a man. My mental health's not been the same since, Pablo. Oh, sure. I don't know know what to do now. No one took anybody down by the gas fire. That sounds unnecessarily erotic. (laughs) (laughs) And give you a good scene to in front of the the gas fire. That's what I was going to do. But no, I thought, no, not in front of your children. That's what I thought. So, so what else has gone on? You've put Wendy's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I found myself at a service station near Northampton yesterday, about half past two, and I had lunch, and I, and I saw a Wendy's. And I thought, oh, I've not been to Wendy's in years. There used to be one in London, um, but it closed down, and then they started opening up all all, all over the place again. And I thought I'd give it a go. Have you been to a Wendy's? I have in in Japan. They don't have. Yeah. They didn't have them here. Yeah, they started rolling out here. It was all right. It was all right. It was a, it's a family diner, isn't it? It's it's like the bastard child of um, McDonald's and Burger King. Is it? Except with square burgers. I thought it was like the uh, posh little chef or something like that. No, no, no. It's 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 a fast food restaurant. I, I, my burger was called uh, a Double Dave or something. Oh, or a Dave double. I don't know what Dave's got to do with it. 
but it's, it's a square burger thing. And uh, for a side, get this guy, for a side, I could have had chips. Yeah. Or I could have had a bowl of chilli. I had a bowl of chilli. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it was all right, actually. That's not your average side, is it? Well, no, no. We've got all sorts of strange things happening in there. But it is all right. It's, nice, uh, it's something different to a Burger King and McDonald's and KFC. Proper American old place, isn't it? Wendy's. I, this wasn't. I mean, yeah, it is. Well, you could say the same about Burger King McDonald's, but it, it didn't feel like the magic of America walking through. It was like a... You know, there was about eight staff stood around looking sort of slightly interested and dishevelled. Um, there wasn't much through traffic, I don't think. Okay. My burger came up straight away, and I think it was cooked about an hour or two before. What uh, What do you want listeners to get out of this? Okay. What do you want listeners, our listeners, to get out of this? This with Wendy's experience. I can't. Are you, are you endorsing it? Do you think everyone should go out and try it? I've no idea what our listeners get out of any of this. <laughs> That's true, Pablo. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just seems that if we waffle, then people seem to like it. And then we carry on doing it because it's good fun. We've been consistent for 29 episodes, haven't we, so far? Yeah, yeah. Uh, consistent in whichever way you want to take that. We've, our numbers have consistently improved as well. They have. They've I mean, got, sometimes they dip a little bit, but on the, on the main, it's a chart going upwards. It is. It is yeah. looking really good. So yeah, Whatever I mean, it is we're doing, we're, people are liking it. Yeah, we're, we're providing a public service. I just wondered whether you were saying was Wendy's I, was is I a good endorsing thing? Wendy's? Yeah. I'm endorsing the novelty of going to Wendy's. Whether or not it, it, it will be better than any of the other crap that's out there. That, you at, know. at one point, there was talk that they were going to open a Wendy's. Yeah, in Beckles or in Gillingham. Yeah. Now it didn't happen. I don't know. I don't know if they were thinking of doing it. I think they probably were. In my day job, I met a bloke who was uh, responsible for rolling out Wendy's and Popeyes. I don't know Popeyes. Popeyes, it's like another American offer. It's it's, it's very similar to KFC, but it, it's a uh, spinach mostly. What more American? Deep, uh, just fried spinach in olive oil. That's, that's how I imagine it to yeah. be. It's just KFC, isn't it? But it's a different branding. Okay. Yeah. I've been to uh, one of those Taco Bell places. Yeah. Was it? Did you sunbathe outside it? Naked? No, that wasn't me. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, that I went to one on when we were out traveling. I think it was somewhere near, I don't know, Bista or something like that. Oh, you don't have to give you the shits. It's true what they say. <laughs> All the, <laughs> It is. I mean, I went for something hot, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of Taco Bell. It's a bit sloppy. So I'm not sure whether we're going to get Taco Bell or Wendy's to sponsor this podcast. No, I'm, we might have just. Um, I'm pretty sure we won't. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. If there is anyone from Wendy's or Taco Bell, we can say nice things too. I did say something nice. I said it was all right. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, that's good enough. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. I said it. I said Taco Bell gave me the shits, didn't I? Yeah, well... Mm, that's not going to go down well. We sort of said the same thing about Joel Frazee, didn't we? You did. Yeah. We'll pop down the Raj and ask him... I, th- I think he should sponsor us. Down at the Raj. Somebody around here should sponsor us. It's got to be worth the odd... Uh, you know, at least, at least the odd pint. If anybody is listening that runs a business that you think would benefit from us talking nicely about it, get in touch. We do. We, we will talk nicely. It's yeah. a shame because I was going to ask the Terrace... Yeah. And I, and now it's gone. We, I was talking about 
pubs over the road in uh, in Reedham. And, and on the strength of that, I know you went, and I know Patreon Sai went yeah. with Lisa. And Lord knows who else went. We mentioned the Masala Garden, and then on the strength of that, your missus went up, wanted a curry from there. Yeah, and we had a... And it was a disaster. It was a complete debacle. So, yeah, if we do endorse your business, um, at least do your bit, and just don't be shit. <laughs> That's what we ask. Let's move on to Praise B. You've put Banbury Pub Gobshite. Oh, yeah. Why now, you... I put this on last night. Was it last night or the night before? The night, night before. I, I was in Banbury. I stayed over in Banbury. Um, I was in Tunbridge Wells for work during the day, and the next day I was in Birmingham. So I stayed in Banbury, so I was only an hour away from Birmingham. And um, I, was, I was in a uh, Weatherspoons briefly, and there was a bloke in there liking the sound of his own voice, mm. like just banging on, just rolling out with the facts. And it was making, he was making me chuckle a little bit because I thought, because we said them before, you know, the gobshites in pubs, you don't really get them too much. But this bloke wanted to, sh- wanted to share his supposed encyclopedic knowledge on everything. And he was like, you know, here I am, I was what I'm going to say. Anyway, he started banging on about um, uh, Napoleon, being the cause of us left hand driving in this country. Okay. Right? Yeah. And uh I thought, what a load of bollocks. Have you have you researched it? Uh, well I researched it whilst I was there. Lo and behold he's right. Oh it's okay. a military thing, right? So um military vehicles drive on one side and everybody else drive on the other. So That's where it comes from and it comes from Napoleon. So why uh, according to a quick search in Google. So praise be because he educated you? Oh and I thought I you know, not, not all gobshites are uh, yeah. a waste of air. Well, this is what I thought. And, I, and he made me chuckle because I thought, you know, a good old British pub gobshite, you know, you need you need, you need, need one every now and then, don't you? And Do you he, think and this was, is something you might have learned in a pub quiz and just thought, I'm going to hold on to that? He was rolling out the bullshit. He was oh. rolling it out. That was the one thing. He, he he was very sort of pleased with himself knowing stuff. And it was he was with a couple of younger people who were sort of uh, um, hanging on his every word and he he seemed to think well my job here is to sort of talk knowingly about stuff i know thank and he, you and he was doing it and i thought ah oh, fair play yeah thank you banbury pub gobshite <laughs> for your encyclopedic knowledge of napoleon and his contribution to the left-hand drive vehicles thanks Pablo. that's, <laughs> that's gold that, isn't it? that's what people come <laughs> for i mean we get a lot of historians tuning in uh to find out about sort of different uh origins of uh, the uh, sort of road networks and things like that and, and driving yeah. yeah must admit it was one of them I, I was i was having a beer listening to him he was making me chuckle i thought this would be funny to mention on the pod and uh yeah and now now we're not so sure i've got praise be for gavin and les Oh, Gavin and Les. They, they're at the Whitehorse and lastminute.com. We've got, I've got a gig there uh, on Friday. And yeah. we filled up the restaurant, so decided to go outside in the marquee. Yeah. And they were beavering away, helping out, jet washing the marquee down and setting it up ready for Friday's gig. Uh, so, yep, Gavin and Les. I know Gavin listens. I'm not sure about Les. I'm not sure he's a listener. I don't think he knows what podcasts are. Yeah, I've I've got I've met a few of those. 
podcast. Oh, I don't know how to make that work. And then, but Gavin, Gavin's one of those guys who says, "Yeah, yeah, I've listened." And then he'll say, "But I'll be honest, I don't listen to them all." So he's he's had to listen to one, and yeah. he might listen to this one. But yeah, and Simon Peck for just suddenly changing plans and saying, "Right, we're not going indoors." We're going to transform the marquee into a into a venue for Friday, and the sun is going to be shining. Touch yeah. wood. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Oh no, well, I've got no. That... Yeah, just... Touch go. wood, and it is. It's going to be blazing hot on Friday, according to the weather. Yeah. Well, according to the BBC weather, and then you look at the BBC weather, and it says sun. Pop over, look at the Met Office, and at the same time, it'll say thunderstorms. Probably, that's how bad it is. I don't. I thought they got their. News for their, their weather information from the same place. You can't trust the Met Office. No, no, no. Actually, actually, you can't trust the Met Office. It's based in Exeter, yeah. and I've driven down on the way to sort of Devon from I've, Bristol, and I've driven past there, past the Met Office, and it's been hacking it down with rain. And you look at the weather, and it says sunshine. Yeah, right. and just look out the window if you can't get the weather right because it's pissing it down. They like to describe the weather in a way that gets them more bloody uh, social media contact. I'm sure that... So, so, like, first of all, they're giving names to, like, uh, bits of wind. I won't even call them storms. They'll say, oh, this is Storm... Uh, Brian but, or yeah, something. Veronica or whatever it is. And you go, well, it, it's good drying weather, this. It's not a storm. It, you know what I mean? Maybe a slate will come off a house in Colchester or something, but like, this it, it really doesn't need a name. Who it's, came? It's, up? it's not like Florida. I don't know who came up with the gag, but I used it once upon a time where I used to say, "Why do they give? Why do they give storms female names?" And the and it was because when they come, they're wet and noisy, and when they go, they take your house and your car. Hey! Yay! Should we move on to comedy rumours? No, now, I've got a problem no, with this. No, sorry. Hang on. Go on. Well, I've, I've got to say uh, praise be to Simon Peck. I know you've just done him. but what? Simon Peck, the shirt lifter, you've put? No, shirt saver I put. Oh, OK. Yeah, so, no, yeah. no, you put shirt lifter forward slash saver, Pablo. I haven't. You, that's I, what you've written there? No, I haven't. And then you said, oh, no, we can't say that. And I've, I'm saying it. I, it clearly says... Simon's shirt saver. That's what it says. It guy. says shirt lifter forward slash saver. <laughs> well, it doesn't. You wrote that. No, it doesn't say that. But anyway, Simon, shirt saver. Lifter. Yeah, he, he's a fan of the theatre, and that's as far as it goes. Yes. I'm sure. Yes. I mean, he's, he's not constantly banging on about bumming. Or, or having erotic fantasies about rolling around the floor with me in front of his fire. Have you seen his shirts? I like his shirts. Mm. Yeah, he's lifted a few. I'm sure. Well, you might be, but if, that's not that's that's not what I'm here to say. Uh, what I'm here to say is thank you to Simon for finding my daughter's shirt. Uh, my daughter's shirt uh, fell down the back of a chair and behind a bit of furniture. She was a bit distraught. She'd lost it because it belonged to somebody that she used to know, so it meant a lot to her. And uh, we got it back. So, uh, Simon, thank you very much. And I also apologies for the uh, the filth coming out of Kai's mouth and um, questioning your uh, activities to do with uh, uh, other shirts and then being lifted. But that's yeah. you know, you know. For example, I think he's a man that maybe irons his own shirts. Yeah, pops them in a pile and then lifts them. That's what that could that could. 
what I mean? What you meant when you wrote Shirtlifter? I didn't write that. You can't. You cannot stay in denial forever, Pablo. You wrote it, and then you regretted it. Everybody can hear what you're saying, and nobody can hear what I'm saying. And and you're the one that's just digging yourself a hole here. No, Pablo, you're you are now throwing that back at me. I'm going to take a screenshot where it says exactly what you're denying. Oh, you're writing that down now, are you? (laughs) Let's move on to comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shithousery. And you know what? I've got a problem with this now. You like it. I don't like the word shithousery anymore. I'm not sure. We should keep it. I would like to get rid of it. Uh, No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. Because we then go on to talk about things which aren't actually shithousery. Yeah, yeah, some of these things are. I don't like it. I'm not going to say it anymore. You can say it if you want. Oh, all right. Why do you you feel so strongly about having the word shithousery in there? Well, very often we talk about shithousery, don't we? Yeah. It's under this section, if there's any. And actually, what we're about to talk talk about, there is some... some, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not keen on it. I think it would open doors if we got rid of it. Because we, we sometimes go on to talk about stuff which very clearly aren't, but it sounds like we are saying it is. But we're, we're, we're framing things in a shit-stirring way. Yep, because you go on to say, comedy rumours forward slash shithousery, Rosie Jones. <laughs> there you go. See, it sounds bad. Yeah, no, well... It, it, Rosie Jones, backlash for using the word retard. Yeah, well, yeah, that's 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 a legitimate conversation to have. To have. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's shit housery. Well, well, it's comedy rumours. It's stuff going on. <laughs> I think you're overthinking it. Well, I don't. But yeah, yeah. I'm just um, less comfortable with shit housery there because it it means we can't talk about just anything under that title because it sounds like shit housery. Well, that's how- why I. That's why I originally uh, or earlier put comedy chat. Because it is just a bit about comedy. There's nowhere in here where we just talk about comedy. It's either under rumours and shithousery, and then we talk about stuff that isn't. Well, listen, don't feel so precious about it. Change it. Let's change it to something the, else. Don't feel so precious about um, changing it. I do. Well, don't. It's a joint effort, isn't it? Just get rid of it. Comedy rumours. You feel really bad about that, don't you? Well, it doesn't. It, it, it closes it all down. No, and it's not just comedy rumours. It's comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. So we've got to go with your choice. We can't find a happy medium. Is that what you're saying? Um, you look quite angry about it. Like that. I've questioned it because you wrote it down. Well, 29 episodes in. Yeah, so it could be a good time to change it. Why? Why not? Well, because we're 29 episodes in. So? Could spice it up a bit. Let's just talk about Rosie Jones. What have you got? Do you like Rosie Jones? Yeah, she's great. Do, yep. Do you think she's funny? Yeah, oh, God, yeah. I mean, she wouldn't be on TV if she wasn't funny, would she? Yeah, 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 that's why I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you booked her? Have you tried booking her? No, I was was offered the opportunity to book her. Oh, why didn't you? Hey? Why didn't you? Um, I got Paul Sinner instead. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, I got Paul. There's a good reason I can't book her. I can't afford her. Yeah, Rosie Jones. Anyway, she's been in the news this week. Um, and uh, she has got a documentary out, um, and she's 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 entitled the documentary. I think it's Am I a Retard, which is is inflammatory. 
because if you don't listen, so you don't know know Rosie Jones. She is a very popular comedian. Appears on a lot of panel shows, um, and she has cerebral palsy. I yeah. think, but she's doing a uh, documentary about about uh, cerebral palsy and how it's affected her. And, and she's and used the word retard. I am not a retard. But she's 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 got a backlash. A lot of people um, from uh, the community which she purports to represent. Um, I'm upset with her because they don't think she should be using that word. But it's a weird one, isn't it? I mean, I've, I've... is it okay? Because it is a word that's frowned upon yeah. generally, and in this context, it's almost on par with when Reginald D. Hunter used the N word in the title of his show. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar, isn't it? And it, yeah. it has triggered a lot of people in a similar in a similar way. She's probably pleased that she's got everybody talking about her documentary and her, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They claim it's damaging and ableist. What's ableist? Ableist, well, ableism is about prioritising the needs of non-disabled people. In an ableist society, it's assumed that the normal way to live is as a non-disabled person. It is ableist to believe non-disabled people are more valuable. Oh, I'm confused now. Anyway, let's just not be dicks to each other. I think that's probably what we ought to be. And, and uh, I mean, what do you feel like? Just out of curiosity, don't want people call you a retard. It's a catch-all, though, isn't it? It's a bit like calling someone a divvy. Yeah, but... What's we, a divvy? Should you call somebody a divvy or, or somebody... Uh, should you... If somebody's got uh, learning difficulties or just not quick on the uptake, um, should you be mean about them? But if somebody hasn't and you okay if somebody hasn't and you call them that yeah is it as offensive well should yeah. it be if they if it, as a bit of banter or whatever or as a as just a passing catch-all yeah it's a tough one it, it is a tough one but what about if it's like calling someone an idiot well you do that all the time yeah but i'm i'm, I'm questioning it should you yeah well should you exactly yeah. yeah um do you remember blue peter when they had joey deacon on I Every, yeah, everyone yeah. remembers that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had this really touching, moving uh, yeah. piece about him and his difficulties. And, and then you, what happened the next day? Well, went to school and started calling each other Joey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that went on for a few years. Yeah, it did, yeah. Still yeah. still does. And, yeah, it still does, actually, yeah. And a lot yeah. of people... There's yeah, probably people... There are generations call... that don't understand that reference. Yeah, the generations calling each other Joeys, yeah. not even realising what it was from. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, it didn't quite have the effect they wanted it to, did it? We, we shouldn't be mean to each other. That's I don't think oh, we should. That's nice, Pablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. But so, what about calling me a ginger twat? <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Why is that all right? Because it's me. Yeah, I say it with affection. Do you know how hurtful that is? Um, I don't know, but it feels good. Well, it shouldn't. Gingerist. Yeah, you've got you got to feign victimhood again. No, I'm not. Oh. oh, so I shouldn't feel bad about that because you use it in quite a hurtful way, and uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's really spiteful the way you do it. It's not even not even in a friendly banterish way. Such a wuss. No, no. And oh. then to attack me, by oh, the way, go, in the go. in the pub, um, that is a hate crime. <laughs> 
By the way, sorry, on a ginger thing. When I'm leaving to go and do the pod now, I say to uh, uh, Mrs. Pablo. I bet you do. I, I, I say, I'm just off to tit up a ginger. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, all right, see you in a couple of hours. Yeah, you, ha- <laughs> you haven't yet, but I think we'll have a break Whoa. in a minute. We'll have a break in a minute when we're halfway through the pod uh, and a tit up a ginger. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, that, that would be another bit of merch, wouldn't it? Just a T-shirt with tit up a ginger on it. Tit up a ginger. I reckon we'd sell a few of them. To who? Patreons. Yeah, I think these dreams of T-shirt sales, um, they're not quite what you... They're not as lucrative as you think. I I've had I've that. Got... I've had that dream on numerous occasions, mm. and if I've you... printed some before now. Have have you... How, ask me how many I sold. I, I, well, I, I, I... It's none, Pablo. It's not... have they you don't see, sell. Have you seen that T-shirt of the old man walking through like a, a, a cafeteria and on his T-shirt it's got... Um... Got written on it. He obviously doesn't know. He hasn't got a clue. He's an old fella. But on the T-shirt, he says, Bukaki ruined my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wandering okay. around this old guy. I tell you, the, the place to go, when I'm in Japan, in Tokyo, uh, going th- walking around, they love their T-shirts there. Yeah. And you'll have people of all ages wearing some of the most inappropriate T-shirts. And I've been walking along now, uh, before now, and somebody's been walking towards me with a T-shirt with fuck you, you fucker, just written on the front in English. Wow. And I'm not quite sure they know what it means. Yeah. I had one who had a T-shirt with a big pile of shit emoji on it, kind of uh, like a cartoon pile of shit, yeah. and it just had the word unchi across the top, which just means shit. And that All was right. his T-shirt. And they don't really... They don't. I think they don't really care, and they wear some of the most inappropriate T-shirts. I've put canned laughter. Oh yeah, you have put canned laughter. I had some video. I put a call out for some open mic spots. You sent me this. Yeah. So that was in response. That was in response to open mic spot, and they sent me a video of one of their early gigs, and uh, it was clearly canned laughter throughout because the audience were was still. You could see the backs of their heads. There was no clapping going on and no, not much laughter from the audience at all. They were yeah. still. And yet there was lots of laughter, wasn't there? Well, a bloke Piped came on and sort of said, uh, yeah, yeah, how are we all doing? No, he and said, he said, himself laughing, he said hello, my name is, and gave his name. And there was a massive burst of laughter. Yeah, yeah. And this undercurrent of chuckling as if just as if there was an in-joke that yeah. we were missing. Yeah, there's it was a, just, there was a whole laughter track. Do you, do you know what I think that was? I think that was a, a comedy course. yes. And it was, and it was a showpiece at the end of the comedy course, and they've obviously gone. Ah, oh, we'll have to make this fellow's hopeless. We'll have to uh, put a bit of can laughter. Well, fortunately, give, he, give him his money's worth. He wasn't hopeless. He was just not getting the laughs that the video gave. Yeah, you know, he was an he was an average beginner open spot, but. I don't think that does them any favours. It's distracting because you're watching it, scratching your head, thinking, "Why isn't this?" And there's little chuckles going through. Yeah, before the punchline, it was a little chuckle, and then then a bigger one, and then it dies down, and then he starts a new one. There's a little chuckle going on, like, "Oh, it's almost like the audience knew what was coming next." And I'd like to think I was wrong, but it sounded. Oh, it's nailed on, Kai. That was hundred percent. Like, can we can we post it? We can't post it. I don't think we? we can post it now. Yeah. No. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. Um, canned laughter. Um, I think that's a bit of shithousery, if we're going to call it that then. Yeah. I just don't do it. You know, go on your merits. If it wasn't funny, do more. 
yeah. and give me a video when there it is a bit funnier. But you know, some of them are, are desperate to get some showreels out there. It was well filmed, but don't bother. Don't do the canned laughter, please. I think back in the seventies and eighties when you used, you used to have a canned laughter. On the sitcoms, on the and sitcoms, things. yeah, that used to be jarring. It, when they did it in front of a live audience, you could tell the laughter was real. As like a youngster, like you watched Rising Damp or something like that, yeah. you could tell it was actually funny. But like, you know, but as as a youngster, you know, George and Mildred, all those sorts of things, you yeah. didn't really notice it as a youngster. It was kind of that was yeah. just staple TV, and we used to love it. But not on your stand up. Yeah, no, it's crackers, isn't it? You know, the audience are not in roar, roaring with laughter on that weaker punchline. Yeah. And I know they're being supportive, and there might have been a bit of laughter. But, I'm, you know, I'm not a purist over it. I just don't think it works. Let's move on to parking like a twat in Loddon and Chetgrave, brackets. Local bit. Oh, I missed that. You haven't done that for a while, have you? Uh, or did you do it last time? Well, I think you did it. Oh, well done. Uh, now, you've put... The delights of London and Chadgrave. What's that all about? It's nice here, isn't it? Well, as I previously alluded to, um, my daughter was in the White Horse, but my son and my daughter came over last Sunday, and we had, we had a pint in each pub, and and it was I've not done that before. I've been you know I've been here for a while, and they've not they've not been over. And actually, what you know to be able to. To be able to show off the uh, both London and Chedgrave to other people who have not been here. Via the medium of pub crawl? Yeah, there's a pint in each, but I mean, it's not exactly a crawl, is it? There's only, there's the Angel, and then there's the Swan, Swan uh, King's Head, was a bit, slightly different experience there, I'd say, but still still all right. And then, and then down to the White Horse. What um, was their favourite hostelry? Um... I would think it might be the Swan. Oh, yeah, because we had selfies with the uh, with, with the dead animal that was on the uh, wall. Have they put it back up? Yeah, I don't think it ever went. Yeah, it did. It went. It was in with the fire in the room with the fire. Yeah, it's it's well. No, they have taken it down, but it's gone back there, has it? Yeah, it's the there. wild boar's head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you know, it's um, nice. You know, decent bitter in each pub, apart from the King's Head, where you had to flip over to lager. As an aside, did you take out... So, yeah, I popped into the White Horse when you were down there. I came down on my bicycle. I mean, when you called me, you were already three pints in, at least. And when I picked, when I caught up with you at the White Horse, you were in, in, in attack mode. Do you remember? So yeah. I, I caught up, it was lovely to see you and yeah. your offspring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. They can drink a bit too, can't they? Yeah, we just had a pint in each. Oh, I think they were quite drunk. Uh, well. You were trying to get me to go over to somewhere else. In the in you you managed to enlist the help of a uh, a chauffeur. Yeah, my future stepson took took us. Well, he was he for a bit of petrol money. He was gonna. He took us back to uh, Lowestoft. Is he fully driving now? Fully driving. Fair play to him. Congratulations. And, yeah, and we uh, yeah we popped by the Bell on in in uh, what was it called Saint Olives? Yes. Yeah. That's an all right place to be, isn't it? Got a nice in, big garden there. Yeah, in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we had one in there as well. So, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah you tried to get me on that. I was not, I'm not playing now. You weren't having it. Not after Not after I was maimed by you. Oh. Yeah. Not letting you get away with that, Pablo. That's not acceptable behaviour. Oh. You've put 
the A146 gang. Oh, yeah, yeah, it all happened, didn't it? In a, have you heard about the A146 gang? I saw lots of posts about a couple of blokes who were swindling people out of their mobile phones in yeah, different all of that, spa- yeah. places. I, mean, I think they started off in lower stuff and just worked their way up through Beckles and and uh, different bits yeah. around here as well, I think. Yeah, Beckles Bumpy. and uh, and in Loddon. Yeah. They went to the Georgian Dragon down in Thurton. That's it. And they also got the Swan. They managed to get a mobile phone from the Swan in Gillingham. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, had pictures yeah. of the guys, but they were long gone. They were a hundred miles away before anybody yeah, worked out they, what was going on. They picked up a signal in London, didn't they? So, yeah, they day out at the seaside and thought they'd pelt it back and just nick everything on the way. I think that's the thing, you know, with these little places. As they improve the roads, there's just a beeline, isn't there, to get out. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. can be in Norwich in uh, ten minutes, yeah. and you can be on the A47 in yeah, gone, just gone, gone yeah, and away. Yeah, yeah. don't yeah. get any ideas, folks. But yeah. we are very vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, there, there were people I knew in uh, in South Manchester who used to tour the country. Um, they worked out a way of um, fiddling fruit machines, so they had a little bit of it. It's back before they people you know, Pablo. Yeah, somebody used to drink in my local. I, I, they had a way of fiddling fruit machines. I think it was through like a bit of piano wire. They put it in and tug it about a bit and all the credits would go up and they'd just play the fruit machines and rinse them dry. Okay. Yeah, it was either that or one of those, um, do you know, you know the, 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 the the clicky things when you turn the oven on? I think you, yeah. could, you could put that on the metal pad because they used to have a metal pad, didn't they? Years ago. It's gone back years. And, uh, and this fellow was telling me they, they just toured the coast of the country wow. just had one long tour uh, ransacking all the uh, fruit machines uh, and going on a piss and just moving on to the next town. On that note, you know, like the the push, the coin pushers in the arcades. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you ever given one of them a little nudge? The, the alarm goes off. Mm, not if you nudge it right. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. unless I was just, uh, yeah. yeah you give that a little. You just walk past. You go, whoops. Oh yeah, accidentally on purpose, fall into it. Have you ever done that? No, I've not. No. No, nor have I. No. <laughs> not, I've not been desperate for two p. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever gone past? There's been a two p in one of those, like in the tray at the bottom, and you've started yeah. playing and then started winning. Oh, that's yeah. fun. As a kid, I'm sure that's happened. Yeah, I remember being at Butlin's once, and they were playing, and we were we were on the shop machines, and I was stood by one, and then suddenly a load of coins fell down in the pot next to me, and I reached across quickly and grabbed them, thinking, yeah, I've won. And some bloke grabbed my hand. It was his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, core memory. Yeah. Did he cut your hand? No. Is this why you were... No. Is, is this is this why you're that worried about me grabbing the five No, you? because he didn't draw it's, blood it's a... and then give the money to a stranger. <laughs> no, no, no. You've put... Huge Ackman. Oh, are you talking about Hugh Jackman, Wolverine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Hugh Jackman. He's been in Norwich. He went to the Waffle House. And we've talked about the Waffle House on air before. You can get like a full English with waffles, except it's like a weird take on it. But it actually isn't bad. He, he came all the way to Norwich yeah. for a waffle. Yeah, yeah, he likes a waffle. Mm. And he was in the newspaper. And I mean, that's up there with um, John Travolta and Weatherspoons, isn't it? It could be. Because that happened as well. He went to Durham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's quite big news. Hugh Jackman. Hey, I'd in, say in, it's. In, I'd say it's waffly good news. Well, you you might, but I just did. Yeah, 
<laughs> I don't think you should look as pleased with yourself as you do with that. It's awfully good. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it. You, you haven't even got the. Uh, um, you normally you go with one of these, but you didn't do that. I did that. Thanks, Pablo. And, and, That's an you, endorsement you, of just how good that was. You didn't have the fun to do it yourself, and quite rightly so. Anyway, Hugh Jackman had some waffles. Oh no, Pablo! What have you put next? Oh, a new section. You don't put. You can't just put in new sections after after twenty nine episodes. If we, if you're well, putting well, in, what else you going to put? Me? If you're putting in new sections, we're taking out shithousery. No, you no. can't just you can't just throw a new section into a po- podcast, Pablo. Well, we've had a run up to this because this is the third week in, we, the, in a row. We didn't where, put... where, where we've had uh, news about seagulls. Yeah, we didn't and, run and this, this one. Is seagull news. I'm sorry, but we didn't run this. You didn't run this one by me. What? No, a new yeah. section. Yeah, seagull seagull news. I think the I think the listeners are going to be thrown by this. You can't do that. You can't just throw news. Okay, wait till next week. There's going to be another new section in here. You can't just throw them in. Can't you throw in new sections? Seagull news. Go on. Seagull news. Right. Um, the, I've put Satan Town Death Gulls. Is this Bungie? Bungie. Because as we, as we talked about on the pod before, it was reported in the, uh, in, in, in the Beckles and Bungay Journal. Is that what it's called, a newspaper? That, uh, yeah. That Bungay had the largest proportion of Satanists per capita. They did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they do. And it's proper been kicking off in there There's as like well. There's like 70 of them. Yeah. Well, look at this guy. Aggressive gulls terrorise residents in Suffolk town. This is another, oh, here's another seagull story for you. So, look, this is, so aggressive gulls have been terrorising one Suffolk town with people swapping tips to defend themselves from the fleshy birds. Some Bungay residents say they're sleeping with one eye open after noticing that gull hostility is on the increase. Whether it be while travelling to work or putting the bins out, people are keeping an eye on the skies lest they fall victim to a particularly belligerent bird. The latest casualty was Michael Bradwell when he was bombarded. His wife, Anne Bradwell, said the seagulls drew blood and they put out a post on Facebook warning others of the attack. That path is used by children going to nursery, so if they catch can't do that to a fully grown adult. I'm just worried what they could do to a child, she said. Mm. I don't want people to kill them or catch them. I just want them to be careful and bear in mind that they might be protecting a nest. This is riveting, Pablo. One of my colleagues got slightly injured <laughs> last year. Hell. And I've <laughs> felt them swoop very close behind me recently, she said. They keep coming back, which makes me think they might be protecting their babies. According to the internet... Holding your hands above your head will do the trick, but Mrs. Robinson has taken this one step further by carrying an umbrella on her way to work. When I tried it, it really did seem to be working, she added. I'll do it even in the blazing sunshine. Of course, my colleagues think it's absolutely hilarious. Well, thanks for that, Pablo. Thanks for reading that to us. I'm sure we will be more careful as a result of that. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it, how uh, seagulls... uh, Make the news every single week. Yeah, well, it will be, won't it? When you keep going looking for it. Oh, it's it's, a, it's it's like one of the top news stories of the region. Satan Town Death Girls. The yeah. story itself was not quite uh, did not quite live up to the title you gave it. No, well, that's true. I added the Satan Town bit because I you know it was in Bungie. Yeah, 
So, yeah. so are you planning to read the newspaper every week, Pablo? Oh, well, this is a really good story about seagulls. Are we that desperate for, for, for material here to talk about? We're not desperate. It, it, I'm just, sure there's better things. It, you know, if you just put news, I'm just, sure we could find something. I'm just giving the, the, the listeners what they want. The, 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 well, I, our avian seabird experts who tune in. No, people want to hear about the latest seagull news. I'm sure in Bungie. Do. Even better, it's in Bungie. It's Satan Town. I mean, it's got everything, that story. Everything and so much more. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to opinion whores. Yeah, you've put licensing laws lesson. I have. And I've put it in opinion whores. It could have gone in barking like a twat, but we were in the White Horse the other day and a couple of lads walked in who were under 16 years old yeah. And they asked for some soft drinks and some chips. Yeah. And Simon Peck, the landlord, had to politely refuse them service and turn them away. Yeah. Oh, right. And you'd think in this day and age that landlords would want a bit more extra cash in the pot, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. But the law says that under-16s are not allowed to be in a pub unaccompanied. Oh. And therefore... They were asked politely to go away. Yeah, all right. I, I, I'm down with that. Yeah, but they only yeah. wanted chips and a couple of soft drinks. Yeah, it was, it's a pub, not a bloody crash, is it? You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, uh, if they were with their parents and the parents could look after them. Well, like, I didn't know it was a law. I didn't know that was a law, and I was, I I'm was. Glad, not, I'm glad it is. And I was, I was impressed that Simon turned them away because, uh, yeah, I think uh, he obviously knows his stuff. But um, they could quite easily have been, and this is what I said to Simon, it seems like an odd request to go into probably the, I'm not going to say the most expensive pub, but one of the one of the slightly more expensive pubs in the high street to ask for chips and a couple of soft drinks, a couple of young lads. Yeah. Um, so they could have been from the licensing people. They might have been testing him. You never know, do you? Might have been a covert operation. Yeah. Might have been a sting can't see it. An exciting sting operation. They might go around all the pubs, and if they get served, then they'll get served with a notice saying, that's against the law, mate. Mm. Could do. Could do. Couldn't they? I'd say it's unlikely. Probably just some lads wanting chips. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. The, the, the chips are particularly nice in the white horse. They were, weren't they? Yeah, I had like the cheesy noise. chips. Yeah, yeah. And he paid for them. Yeah, I did, twice. Um, yeah, so um, that was a new one on me. Yeah, and it is a good, it is a good law. But I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if all the other establishments know about it or are as on it hmm. and would have refused them service. What if they popped up to another pub, popped in for a couple of cokes and sat down drinking them? Would they have been refused service? Uh, possibly not. Mm, I think that might go under the radar in some establishments. Yeah, maybe. A lot of kids got spoons and all the stuff off the app, don't they? And you wouldn't know if they're old enough, you would know. you? Well, they, they do get questioned sometimes, but I know um, I'd certainly give it a go if I was underage. I'd, I'd rock, rock up to spoons and all the stuff, see what happened. Yeah, so well done, Simon, for yeah, keeping well, your licence there. He, yeah. knows his, he knows the business. Yeah. He definitely does. You've 
put. It's getting hot in here, so hot. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I want to take, take my, my clothes, clothes off. off. Yeah. Well, this is about the Met Office, Kai. Oh, is it? It is about the Met Office. I, I was. Uh, I thought you were going to start undressing then. No, no, I'm afraid not. So it disappoint you, Kai. But there'll be no uh, no more eroticism. Um, Whatever. Uh, not not this evening, and not with me. But uh, anyway, um, in the Met Office, um, they were getting a complete pounding on uh, Twitter the other day because they came out and said June was the hottest month ever, and that's clearly because of global warming. And then a lot of people on Twitter decided that was bollocks. June uh, wasn't the hottest month so. ever. Yeah, well, it's uh, the hottest June ever. Was it? That's what they were saying. There's only like four hot days, That's I, I remember. Thought. This is pretty much what people were saying. And they were saying it was clearly an indication of global warming. And people were going, hang on a minute. Wasn't it hotter in 1976? Because it, it was. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I was sat in here the other day, really cold. I shut the window, yeah. put me gym jams on, and I was, I was actually... Yeah, it's not the hottest month. Yeah, well, it was a few days where it was really hot, but like, not... It's definitely been hot. But this is what we're saying about the Met Office. I, I do think that they, they big up the weather just so they get more people on their website and more social media interaction. You'd think now with all the technology that we've got and all the information and how well connected we are that they wouldn't get it so wrong. Yeah. Neither fingers as well. I mean, you know, they've the, the only been collecting data for about 150 years and, and you know that's that's not a, not a large sample, like for all of the time that we've been here. I would question whether it was the hottest June ever. Where, do, yeah, yeah. where, where are they getting that data from? Surely it was hotter last year. Well, this is it. It's like this well in the thirties last year for ages. I started to doubt myself now, but I'm pretty sure they. Oh, are you? No, say, are I you, looked it up. They did say they did say it was the hottest. The hottest June. The hottest June ever. Yeah. No. I've put anyone for cricket. Oh, yeah. Do you like cricket? Not really, no. I'm not really a big fan. There's a lot of people liking it. Yeah, I know people got a bit excited about the Ashes. Did you ever play cricket at school? Uh, no. Okay. I used to live near a cricket club, so I played a bit. I wasn't very good at it. The Ashes thing, mm. it, England and Australia, they're fantastic teams. They always reach the final. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how amazing. Con- consistently good they are. Yeah, it's the only final that gets on the telly as well. All the heats and stuff, they, yeah, don't, yeah. they don't put them on, do they? Yeah, yeah. That's, I always find that a bit odd, but yeah, it's a fair play to them. The figures about cricket, right? Yeah. It's the only sport where, in, in an attempt to make it better, they've uh, come up with a format where you actually watch less of it. So the 2020 cricket, where they have 20 overs, they, they restrict it to 20 overs, so it's over and done within a day. Yep. That apparently is more exciting and entertainment, entertaining than matches that go on for about three and a half days. Watching matches for three and a half days and then because it's a draw. That happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I can't see the point in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody's been watching it and commenting on it and saying how bad we're playing and it's just another thing for people to get riled up about. People are really passionate about it. Well, I mean, my, my thought on it is, I mean, I like football, as you know, and you sort of look down your nose at football a bit. Look I, down my nose you, at it? Yeah, you do. No, and, it's and, a lot of overpaid yeah, ponces who go down at the 
yeah, yeah. go down it. So, so you look down, a, Sorry, you, you are no, looking down your nose at it. Right it's now. not. It's you the are. cheating I don't like. It's become a sport which is utter nonsense. When you're allowed to cheat and get away with it, cheating's. Listen, you're, it, they, you're, not, you're not allowed to cheat and get away with it. Yeah, they do. They they sometimes simulation has people... ruined the sport. <laughs> okay. Oh, you right. you seem shocked that I know the word simulation. <laughs> it, it just seems like a. Uh, Give me a, a bit a, of rugby any day. A weird word to shoehorn into that sentence. No, they, but, they go down and they pretend that they're injured and they get free kicks and they, you know, and you can't go near them. As soon as you brush past them, they fall over. It's not a bit of theatre. It's but, but, bullshit, look, mate. Yeah. So uh, listening to you look down your nose or at football. That's like, not looking like, down like, my like, nose. Like just, no, it's not. Like you've just done. Right. As much as I think cricket is a bit shit, I don't want to be that guy. Like you going, oh yeah, uh, cricket's shit, and everybody likes it is a bit daft, and I'm clever. I didn't say I that. Don't like it. At no point. I, I just said, do you like it? I haven't actually commented on whether yeah. I like oh, it or not. All a simulation. I used oh, to play oh, cricket. Oh. I used to play football, but it's just become a, a a sport for, yeah, just overpaid. They are over. I know they get a lot of money for sponsorship. Blah blah blah. It's a sport of the people. The money's become more important than the sport, and it's nonsense. It's entertaining. It's the best soap opera ever. Watching football, it's 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 good fun. It's it's it, it's it's nearly as good a soap opera as the Royal Family, except it's got a bit more talent and a little bit more. It's got heroes and villains in it. Exactly what you want. It's brilliant. Nah, nah. Give me a bit of rugby. A bit of rugby where they they do know how to knock each other down. And then they get up. Oh yeah. Plaster, put a bandage around their head, yeah. and get on with it. Game of gentlemen, where they spear each other, so people like get crippled and stuff like that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, not at all. Gouging, I mean, gouging doesn't happen in football. It happens regularly in uh, in, in in rugby, and nobody complains. Yeah, they do. No, yeah, people, barely. Oh. Yeah, they get up and they get on with it, and then That's they all go. It, then they all go down the pub and have a drink, and and it, all the fans mix, and they don't fight. It's, it's elitism. Yeah. It's elitism. You can be a thug and watch rugby, but because it's rugby, you go, la-di-da, Why is it elitism? Well, it is. It's, 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 just because it isn't a working man's game, unless you're talking about league, but nobody counts that because it's weird, right? Just because it isn't a working man's, man's game, you can get away with uh, uh, gouging and spearing and oh, grabbing oh, people by the bollocks. Now. Yeah, yeah. Well, all, well, all the other words, but then, then you know the things that they go to under that scrum—they're all like touching each other and pulling at each other's well, bits. Well, at least they're it's, pulling it's, on their bollocks and not yeah. not pulling on their yeah, bollocks and then going that's, down. That's not gentleman behaviour. Just to say, oh yeah, it was. I mean, treating treating no, rugby, rugby people with the same bloody—it it needs to be treated in the same way as uh, as, as football it needs to be. It needs to be called out. I mean, some of them are absolute animals, aren't they? The, the rugby players. So they go, oh, well, yeah, but at least he spoke kindly to the referee. Bollocks. Yeah, if they, they behave like an animal, ripping at somebody's bloody ball bag. Okay, if you want to watch all of those fancy boys running around with their nice hair, you go on, Pablo. I know what you like about it. <laughs> running around, yeah, in their little shorts. Oh, this no. Yeah. Well, yeah, with their says, lovely, says turns up at the boys' football with their lovely With their lovely hair. They're well-groomed. Yeah. yeah. You carry on. Whatever. Whatever. Let's move on to Hellfire and Damnation. All right. In this section, we outline a scenario 
where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Yeah, so... You've put uh, six pound pints. Yes. You haven't... I've had it my first six pound pint. Where was that? Banbury. Before I popped in the Weatherspoons. I had one with my uh, burger and chips opposite the hotel Whoa. I was staying in. Yeah. I mean, that's outside of London. That's I've not come across that yet. Yeah, I, was, I nearly fell over. Part of Bro- uh, Brooklyn Lager. Uh, not even not even a premium. I thought Brooklyn was a premium, wasn't it? Oh. It's nice, but it's, yeah, yeah, £6. And uh, and they gave me a massive head. I had to stand there. I thought, I'm not walking away with a massive head. You're topping that up. £6. £6 a pint. Yeah, yeah. Just have one. I mean, in, Left them two. in London, it's like seven, eight quid sometimes. That's wow. not unusual. Well, I've had that in Amsterdam. But, uh, yeah, I think is, the most... is, is it really seven, eight quid in a pub now in London now? Yeah, seven fifty. I've paid usually. Um, probably more now. I haven't had one for a while. Uh, oh. If you, the most expensive pint I had was a pint of Heineken. Yeah, I'm not even sure it was a pint. It was probably five hundred mil. Was this in Amsterdam? No, it was at the Cafe de Paris. Oh, in London. In no, no, no. This was in um, Monaco. Oh wow. And it was 15 euros or something. Yeah. It was about 15 or 17 quid or something like that. Um, yeah, for a pint sitting outside. The, it was sitting outside the Café de Paris. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that was the most expensive pint I've had. Nice place to have a pint, though, by the sounds of it. That's what you're paying for. Well, you are paying for sitting at the little table outside the casino or wherever it was. I was in Dublin and uh, I was in... Um, it might have been in the Temple Bar, one of those real tourist spots. And what they do, I don't know if they still do it, but they did it when I was there. Um, you order a pint of Guinness, and at 10 o'clock, they put a line through the the price that says €5, Euros, and then it leaves the next price, which which is 6 And every half an hour, they just put it up by a euro. So, so the later you want a drink, the more you pay. You just, I mean, God knows what you're paying now if you want a pint at sort of quarter past two in the morning or something. Yeah. You're paying 20 quid or something, I but guess. But there again, we're in Chedgrave and, you know, five fifty for a pint of San Miguel. Yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty all tasty, mo- it? It's moving up that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are cheaper options, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's happening. I've put... Just Stop Oil. Yes. They've got to go in now. I've had enough of them. And you've the, also the good... added Gay Pride forward slash Wimbledon forward slash Harrods. Yeah, they've been pretty active this last week. They've been jumping in everywhere. They were in Harrods on the escalators doing a little protest and got hoiked out by the security. Oh, right. They were in Wimbledon. Yeah. Somebody smuggled a jigsaw puzzle in. Who smuggles a jigsaw puzzle into a tennis match? What um, did they do with that? It was full of confetti and they went on the pitch and threw it all over the place. Right. Is it a pitch? Court. Yeah. Court. Yeah, um, and they also did the gay pride. They got in front of the, the Coca-Cola van or so, or the lorry or something. Just stop oil. I mean, gay pride. I mean, why are you... You know, that's a, that's a good event. They're just doing anything to disrupt. I wonder if the gay pride thing, did the, they didn't realise that lube doesn't actually have any oil in it. Does it not? I've not looked it's into wa- it. It's a water-based lubricant. Uh, yeah, they need to get their facts right. Yeah, I'll tell you what I did notice. There were nowhere nowhere to be seen when Glastonbury was on. 
They were all there, weren't they, being crusty and getting the down with it. Yeah, but if you go chucking confetti and, and uh, little sort of powder bombs around there, everybody starts dancing around and enjoying it. Yeah, but they tried to sort of hijack the uh, Grand National, didn't they? Not the same lot? Yep. Yeah. And they're, they're probably going to do the um, the Formula One, Silverstone, coming up. Yeah, yeah. And let's see how they get away with that. They've got like 1,200 staff at the Silverstone. Yeah. And they're all trained to be vigilant. But, you know, if you can't stop a jigsaw puzzle getting through the gates of Wimbledon... Yeah, well, I mean, what do you say to somebody with a jigsaw? Do you say, well, well, you... I bought it in case he rains and I don't want to listen to Cliff Richard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not exactly an offensive item. Uh, Unless they'd been shopping. They just carried yeah, it through. Yeah, yeah. Is this a pinning horse? Oh, this is Hellfire. Hellfire and Damnation. Oh, right. Yeah, I think they need to stop You, you can stick it in. I, 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 I think they all need to stop. All of this glued themselves to the road. I saw, I saw quite a good one. Somebody had glued their hand to a road, properly glued it. It was covered in glue. Yeah. You could see and it set. And it was stuck to the tarmac. Yeah. And there was a policeman who drilled around the hand and the person had lifted their hand out and had like five or more kilos of tarmac stuck to their hand. Yeah. Uh, now, I, th- I don't think they should have arrested him. They should have just sent him home yeah, <laughs> with yeah. that on his hand. Yeah, Go on yeah. now, piss off. Oh, that would have worked. criminal damage. Because we got paid for that, haven't we? Well, yeah. No. yeah. But I just think that was, that was good enough. Now off to work with you. And they've got this... Massive bit of concrete. They're not going to get that off easily. I think most people are fed up with them. They might have a legitimate argument about using fossil fuels. I'm not even that sure about that. The Extinction but, Rebellion. Yeah. Just, just no start, new oil. Just need to, need to sort themselves out with proper jobs and that, like. <laughs> oh, you're assuming they haven't got proper jobs. Oh, yeah, I'm assuming that, yeah. If you were a boss... Could you dismiss them if they were arrested for protest? I guess so, if they've suddenly got a criminal record. Yeah, yeah, and if they're, if they're doing it publicly, they're bringing the company into disrepute. Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. of course you could. But nobody's doing that, it seems. I'll tell you what, somebody who always looks for an external force to blame for their wrongs in their life is normally somebody who hasn't got the capacity to take responsibility for, for, the, for, for, the, for their own life. It mm. normally is. They're looking for somebody or something to blame. A bit, more, a bit like what we're doing in this section, but 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 no. In all seriousness, that's what they're doing. This is this is where the conspiracy theories come from. They, they, they want to blame it on the man. And just grow up. That was quite profound. That yeah. was Pablo. Yeah. Well, this is what I think. Nice one. I've put in hell of fire and damnation. Men with long fingernails. Oh, fuck off, what? No, I think I think men with long fingernails should get into hellfire and damnation because I don't think they realise just how much of a weapon they could become. You know, for example, you know, you're out with your mates, yeah, and one of them just sort of grabs a fiver off the other one, and then and then cuts. Seagull news better make it. The the nail cuts the other person. Seagull news going to make it. If you're going to bang on about this, have you got long fingernails, Pablo? have you still got long fingernails, even after you've maimed somebody with them? I like to keep longer fingernails on the right-hand side so I can pick up the guitar. Do you still play guitar? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. How much? Uh, not as much as you could do. No, not, uh, not, not enough to warrant having long... Every you, now and then I'll, I'll, Show me your thumbs. You've got, you're not, you've, you've got two extended thumbnails. Yeah, I should cut that one. Yeah. But those ones oh, are not no, short. Oh, no, sorry, I've got PTSD. 
these these ones are a bit so can do picking. Oh, I can't take it. I like, I like I like to pick out a tune. Yeah, you also like to pick holes in your oh. mates at the pub. Shall we plug our kicks, Pablo? You're such a massive bender, honestly. What, shall we do that? <laughs> shall we do that? Do I've got gigs. You've got gigs. Yeah. Um, if, if people are listening to this before Saturday, 8th of July, Kitchener's, Danny Postal headlining with Justin Banks. I mean, I mean I'm advertising this, but I've only got three tickets left. Get yourself down there. Might be might be three tickets left. If you've got com, there'll be more news very soon. I'll try to sort something out very soon. I've got July the 15th in Wisbeach with Ian Stone doing his new solo show and Ooh. Kerry Marks and Chris Norton Walker. Tickets are available for that are via my website. He's doing a whole solo show, isn't he's he? Doing, yeah, it's about 50 minutes. All right, well, that's, a decent, that's a decent closing thing to do yeah, with yeah, a couple yeah. of other acts in support there. Yeah. yeah so it would be a proper night of comedy, that. Um, and in August... The third and fourth. Yeah. I wasn't going to do gigs, but now I'm going to do a dirty dozen in Beckles on the third, and uh, I'm going to do the fourth. I'm only going to do these gigs if I can sell a bunch of tickets to the people that are at this weekend's gigs. I'm going to put tickets on for a tenner. If they buy them on the night, then I'll put the gig on. But it's a bit of a risk. August. <laughs> it really is. Bloody would is. you say so? I, I I would say so. Yeah, I wasn't going it. to. I was kind of at twisting my arms. The Dirty Dozen's a bit less risk, and that might be fun. But the fourth, trying to do one in Chedgrave, I wasn't going to. Then I then somebody bought some tickets on a. I, I had a TBC on, and I, and then somebody bought five tickets. So I feel slightly obliged. But if tomorrow night they all buy, you know, if I can sell twenty tickets for a tenner. Then I think it might be it will be an audience worth worth yeah, doing, yeah, but yeah. I just don't want to be there on the sort of Wednesday before with like a dozen tickets sold, which is what often or can happen in August. Yeah, uh, and then maybe I'll pick up another ten, but then it's not the gig you want it to be. Yeah, um, get it completely. Get it. So that's that's where I'm at with that. Uh, yeah, August third or www.shaftofwit.com if anyone's listening and fancies seeing how that's going. By the way, that diatribe about August, could have put that in shit house, we? Just say it. Well, put, Just say put the whole of August in. Yeah, well, I think I did last week, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you put summer in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's like four months, three months. Yeah. 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 Get in the bloody bin, can't you? Yeah, I think so. Now, you've put in contrition... Where we apologise. I haven't got anything to apologise for because I've been I've been a good boy. Um, I I don't think I've upset anybody. Um, no. Um, you've put though, bastard in bocking cunt face swearing. Yeah, did 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 a bit of swearing last week. You did. It was a bit yeah. sweary, Pablo. Uh, yeah. And why did you feel the need? It's a sewing sewing bee got to me. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. There were lots of F's, F-bombs. I think I, I think there was the odd C-bomb that you slipped in there. Yeah. Proper, proper wound me up. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you were swearing even around the, the sewing bee. Yeah, I felt, I, I felt good. It wasn't very it. becoming, Pablo. It, it felt nice just to sort of get it off my chest. But, um, yeah, very conscious. Uh, has anyone said to you, well, that was a bit sweary? Yeah, Mrs. Pablo did, but she was always bloody moaning about something. Oh, Pablo, there's yeah. one. Do you want to add a contrition? Oh, Let's do an you. instant contrition. Would so, you like sorry, to... Mrs. Pablo. You're okay, there we go. But, yeah. um, have you got anybody to apologise to? Have you attacked anyone in a pub lately? Uh, no, I don't think so. No? 
No, taking their money from them and giving it to somebody else, like some sort of rural Robin Hood. No, I don't think so. No. Okay. No, 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 not not sorry for anything like that at all. Oh, it's a disappointment, isn't it? (laughs) That's the end of this podcast. We've been going for a fair old while now, and uh, let's call it uh, the end of this episode. And. Um, unless apologies are forthcoming over the coming weeks, it might be the end of this podcast, Pablo. You know, you, I can see you know you did wrong. You know you did wrong. You can't. Don't be too proud. Don't be too proud to know when you've sliced someone up with your long fingernails in a pub and you've not remembered it. Then gone back I, I, to apologise. Oh dear! Oh dear! Um, let's uh, let's draw this one to a close. That's been lovely. It's been nice. It's a it, what is it today? It's a Wednesday again. So this one will be out early. Uh, and for Patreon listeners, uh, you'll get this one before Saturday. For everyone else on Saturday. But if you would like to become a Patreon or a patron of this podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash promoter mouths for four pounds. You can uh, just yeah get some extra content, listen to it early, and uh, support. Oh, Pablo there. Do you know what we should, Kai. we should get, We should put on an edited version for the Patreon. Then we can do that. <laughs> Can't be doing that, Pablo. I like my bollocks where they are, mate. <laughs> no. Let's draw this one to a close. Thank you, Pablo. Uh, that's the end of this uh, wonderful podcast, number 29. Thanks, Kai. Thanks, Pablo. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.